Hi, I'm Jess. Piper. Christopher. And this is Coffee and Scream. doing i'm good how are you i'm good chris i'm good i'm over here yeah you're you're on the west wing of the house yeah. yes oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> come on over ah what'd you guys do this week um not a lot but last week i did mm-hmm. see evanescence live and how were they fucking amazing yeah amy lee is still awesome after all these years I love her. Um, is she tall? Oh, a, a little tall. Yeah, she like I don't know why she gives me a tall vibe. Because <laughs> because really, because she, she gives me a short vibe. Really? Yeah. Because she's a girl boss. That's why she gives you the tall vibe. You ever see Electra back in the day? No. I need to though. Her song was in My Mortal. I think it was. Oh. Okay. Um, it's a big. Yeah. That was a big song the year I graduated high school. Yeah, it was. Big. That guy in the background too. Is this not everything you couldn't see? The, oh, the guy in the music video. Yeah, the guy uh, from Smash Mouth. Almost. He looked this yeah. R.I.P. Oh yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, while we were gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also watched um, Girl Interrupted, and I can't believe you have never seen. I rewatched so good, and right? I rewatched The Breakfast Club, and yes, mm-hmm. Girl Interrupted was so fucking good. I loved Angelina Jolie in it. Oh my god, she she's always awesome. I love her. She is. Um, yes. Let's see. This past week, uh, kids have started school. Um, cars got broken into. <laughs> um, Your car got broken into. I didn't tell you that. No. What the fuck? Oh, my God. You... I, I didn't tell you. No. All right. So. I see. I didn't tell your story yet to anyone. I kept uh, my office. Oh, okay. Well, the other morning, um, I was getting the boys ready for school, and mm-hmm. I see that my neighbor's calling, and I was like, what does she want? So I answer, and she's like, hi. She's like, uh, so-and-so across the street, uh, his car got broken into. You should probably check your cars. So go outside. Nothing's wrong with my car. Like, my car's fine. But the other car in my driveway was broken into, and there was, like, papers and everything like all mixed up and you could tell like the whole thing was like tossed ransacked. like ransacked is the what right word car was it the honda pilot Ooh. and your husband's mr x mr x sorry <laughs> yes um yeah so the neighbor next door to us actually had her whole car stolen so did you hotwire it like it's the 90s I fucking do insane. I don't know. That's like my biggest fear, like waking up one day and someone fucking took my whole ass car and I, like yeah. The spot where your car used to be. I, I want a new car, so I wish they would have taken mine. Yeah, like, like God damn it! Because like I've had this car for two years now, and I've already put like well over a thousand dollars into that car. Dude, I locked Hit my some car. mailboxes. Yeah. <laughs> do you lock your car when you just go in to grab Wawa? I lock my car all the always, time. Always. So does, yeah. yeah. So does I he? You have to do that, but that's the so world. does he? Like we call the cops and the cop. She's like, you know, there's no damage to the car. Nothing mm-hmm. was taken. So they're really not a whole lot. And then she's like, well, make sure you guys lock up. Everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, we do. 
So I don't know how right. they got in the car. Um, yeah, it's like it's violating, and creepy. Yeah. But uh, we were lucky, yeah, you know. Think, yeah, right. Because that fucking sucked. Yeah, no yeah. catalytic converters were taken. Oh, that's a good point too. So and that, like, I've good. seen people do that quick, like thirty yeah. seconds. So we got like the ring doorbell set up, and uh-huh. the first night we had it. Um, yeah, which, so try it. Which I dare you, mind <laughs> you. We've had these ring doorbells for two years, and they were not set up. They were still in the box. And so that morning, I was like, "I bet you wish we did that." Mm-hmm. And well, there's got to be someone mm-hmm. on that block with a. They ring. do, but like I don't talk to my neighbors. Like then maybe you should. Maybe this is well, going to bring yeah, you guys together. We'll um, a couple, like yeah, a no. couple months ago, uh, people were going around my neighborhood, stealing, like mm-hmm. breaking into cars and everything. And um, luck, luckily, my car was like untouched and everything. But like, okay, who's going to touch but, the Kia Soul? Yeah. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up! Some hippie aunt is just coming to. You got nothing. No. Doesn't even wear shoes. No. Come to see what crystals you got inside. I, I, I like to attribute it to my scary little stickers on the back of my car. They see that, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to fuck with her. She'll put a hex she's, on me. She's gonna she'll put, exist. Like, yeah. She's not gonna hurt me. Yeah, yeah. she's fine. She'll, she'll put she'll put a fucking hex on me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but that's. I mean, I'm glad everything is. You know, yeah, it, but yeah. the whole that whole night though, like, um, the night after it happened, like the the ring things were set up and. Um, I kept waiting. It was like three o'clock in the morning. I kept waiting to get an alert. Like someone has been like someone is outside. Like I, ugh. Yeah, it freaked me out. It freaked me out. Product to work and see how it works. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my week. Yes. Jeez. Did you do anything interesting, Chris? I saw the nun too, Ooh. and I didn't see any of the other ones. I heard that kind of sucked. I didn't uh, ever like, saw the first one. See, like, my thing with the nun, I have no problem with the nun. I like the crooked man. I like the other mm-hmm. characters that, you know, what's that crane guy from Insidious? Remember him? Not Fraser Crane. <laughs> Not Fraser Crane. Or Niles. Niles. Yeah. Sherry Niles. <laughs> but, uh, it was good. I liked it because there was actually a lot of monsters in the movie. There was a lot of practical effects. Mm-hmm. There was, like, you know how in Insidious, or The Conjuring 2, rather, when the thing spins and the crooked man jumps off of it? Yes. There was, like, a stained glass window with, like, a fucking werewolf. And it jumped off the stained glass, and it was, like, a guy in a suit. And That's there, creepy. Dude, there was yeah. a scene where he was, like, he j- was barreling down the steps on all fours. Mm-hmm. Like, just down the steps. And it looked like, like, it looked like a guy in a suit. Like, it actually looked really good. There wasn't a lot of CGI in that movie. And I'll tell you what, the lady who plays the nun, mm-hmm. she moves less than Steven Seagal does in his newer movies. Mm-hmm. She does not move. Like, she doesn't even raise, like, a hand in that movie. That's she just creepy. Sta- she just stands there and makes barely faces. And she probably gets paid good money to... Yeah. Just be the just be the nun. I never she's saw like the first one. She's sixty years old. She's a, she's Is up she? there. Yeah, she's like she's older. I think she's like fifty or sixty. I know that's kind of. She's a very interesting face. One, too. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I dumb down like, with it. But like even without makeup, I'd be like, Ugh. yeah. She just has a very like she's, like, like she's pretty. Like, but it's just like it's weird. It's like a she, interesting face. Like with all due respect, yes. she almost looks like ancient. Like she has like this uh, not old and wrinkled. I mean, like she has this very interesting like. Like a period drama face. Yeah, like she like, has like a really interesting face that mm-hmm. seems like it's from some like another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't see a lot of people like her. Maybe that's the thing. Yeah, know? yeah. But, but like, I but love. I, I liked it. I liked it. I, I, it. I I love people like that because I'm like because it because a part of me is like, what's your story? Yeah, like where are you from? Like, yeah, like people take offense to where you're from, but like I'm interested. Right, like, I'm interested. Right. Yeah, I know. I like to know. Yeah. I like to know things about people. I'm see... very nosy. I, I'm. I'm like. I'm like. Yes, I do want to know. Like when I 
first meet someone, I'm like, yes, I do want to know what your favorite color is, but what happened to you at seven that made you this way? Like, what's your mom's wrong? name? Like, right. like, where'd you grow up? I'm like, what? I hate small talk. Like, I will fucking, like, keel over dead. Like, me too. <laughs> like, if you want to tell me, like, your life story, I'm down to hear it. Exactly. So, mm. it's, yeah. Uh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And, uh, yeah. Who, who did we say died before? Who is that? Smash Mouth. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Ooh. We don't have to really get into it, into mm-hmm. it, but, like, what about, like, the Danny Masterson? Oh, wow, dude. I oh. hope he fucking stays See, in prison. Have yeah. you guys read more than I have? Because I've, yes. like, literally gotten most of um, my information from at work. And, yeah. Um, and Because he's just, he, he's been talking about it, and we've been looking at, like, old clips from him in other shows. Yes. Be, like, the same thing happened with Chris D'Elia. Remember that? Playing yeah. using the show You... He's going after it's Jenna almost Ortega. like they. It almost like it's almost like they give themselves away. Like subconsciously, before. I don't yeah. know if it's on purpose. I don't know, but, but it, it's just like ugh. Art imitates life, kind of thing. It definitely it, it's does. It's fucking insane. So you have like yeah, Jenna yeah. Ortega. You guys brought up Beetlejuice too, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. asking how I felt about it. Don't get me wrong, I love her. I think she's great in everything, but I don't need her to be in everything. Yes. Oh yeah. Like show like, your role. I don't need you to take over every mm. single franchise that is near and dear to me. And, 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 and that's how I fucking feel about Timothy Chalamet, too, because I heard a rumor that he's going to be, be playing Robin in the in the new Batman movie that's going to start yeah. filming. He's going to be playing Willy Wonka. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm like, who are you? Robin? I'm like, Dick Grayson Robin? No. <laughs> it's like they're, I understand they're trying to get their careers off the ground, but like at my disposal. Like Not mm-hmm. that I have to watch these movies. But it's like in my realm. It's like just clouds it up. Like I don't need your right. Your, your Maybe like, take a break and be in a rom com. Right. And not the less of you, sometimes the better. And I'm like, and I'm like, if I had to pick Timothy Chalamet, like if Timothy Chalamet had to be any fucking Robin, he would pull off a Jason Todd Robin better than a Dick Grayson Robin. Mm-hmm. And Dick Grayson Robin is gonna be the. He looks like a dick. Robin. <laughs> 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 Pun intended. I gotta watch Dune though. I gotta check those out because those are pretty cool. I don't know. You don't want to see a big sandworm? Yeah. You don't like worms? <laughs> no. Wow. Unless coffee it's tremors. And, it's coffee and scream and worms. I actually made it in a little fine print. Right oh, next to the you logo. son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you are not you son of a bitch. Sorry. I didn't even realize that. Oh, speaking of. <laughs> oh, you're speaking of what? what speaking of, I went to go look up the podcast on Apple Podcasts today. And um, we, are in, we are now in the autofill searches. Oh, yes. okay. So that means people have searched us up enough, Motherfucker. right? You want to tell them one more time where you can find us and stuff? Well, they're probably already here. They're, right? yeah, they're already yeah. here okay, on Spotify okay. and Apple. Websites. Yeah, we're on Spotify and on Apple. We release yes. every Friday. We also record every Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 <laughs> I, I I didn't know what what I was gonna add there, but, but how, um, I mean, how crazy oh, is the well. weather? I mean, I'm glad we're, we didn't choose until now to start the show because we kind of have like a groove. Yeah. And also, I mean, with the exception of the last couple weeks. Well, yeah, yeah, it's been a little, and we have a couple weeks coming up where, you know, we're up, don't worry. Yes. That's not for you guys to worry about. Um, we are working hard. No, the weather is finally breaking. It's yes. beautiful and breezy today. I know. Got a fall candle lit. It's just. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. It's just, it feels good. I have my uh, fall scented perfumes. Bath and Body Works released their collection for Halloween early. So I got myself some vampire blood scented perfume. And it smells like fruity, like yogurt, but it's so fucking good. 
And you can eat it though, right? I no, can promise I wish you. I could eat it. <laughs> when I buy, when I get us like snacks and candy and all that, I will never, ever buy candy corn really? for, for this show. That's valid how, how though. You, how, oh, you don't like candy corn? I, I, I like candy corn, but I have to be in a mood for can it. Can I change your mind? Can I at least give you something to think about why you eat it? What? Think of slightly stale ice cream. Or not ice cream, Jesus Christ. Icing. I don't like icing. You don't like icing? Okay, so no. that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense because I feel like to me it tastes like it's exactly a cupcake, what it... a cupcake gets a little hard on the icing. Almost like that royal icing that's like on mm-hmm. cookies, like the hard icing. Yeah, like but, almost fondant style. Yeah. But the like, best I ice cream, icing but, my, but my top two icings are the whipped cream based and then the cream cheese based. Oh, cream cheese is good. Cream cheese. I love Funfetti. So funfetti, so dude. Good. Give me no, a fucking best... spoon. For me, would be like box mix, like Duncan Hines cake with like the chocolate mm. frosting out of like the can. Duncan Hines, is it? Because we we're a Betty Crocker household. Are you? I'm yes. not brand loyal. I buy okay. whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you know jumps out at me. Whatever's on, the shelf. on sale. <laughs> yeah, but like the just like the Pillsbury, whatever. Like mm-hmm. the that's it though. I don't want like I don't not like. Not sponsored. Mm-hmm. They don't. Yes, they are. Okay, I I don't know. <laughs> I was wondering if that little Pillsbury guy yeah. was in the other room. <laughs> I poked him. He didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, cut the shit out. He's like, I see them Enemans cookies, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, he's just looking at the counter, just fucking phasing. I'm also like a little freak when it fucking comes to Nutella. Like, I will buy a tub of that and I will take Ooh. a spoon and I will eat it like it's a fucking ice cream tub. I... Nutella. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, I've never gotten into Nutella. When it first came out, I was like, I loved it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it's but it's weird though because I don't like other hazelnut shit. Well, like Ferrero Rocher, like that candy. Like no, no. Like 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 I can't have like a hazelnut wafer. What about a coffee? I like hazelnut coffee and like Nutella, but like that's hazelnut's it. my favorite creamer. <laughs> that's good. I like the Irish cream or the Italian cream. Italian. I do not like the. I love Italian, Italian cream. Italian it tastes like cream. Boston cream. It's your so fucking good, and and I love I that. So. And I love the fact that about Italian creamer is that I don't need to put extra sugar in it because it's already sweet. It's sweet enough. Yeah. yeah, I never add sugar to my coffee. I never really add cream, but when, when I do, it's Italian. Every time I go yeah. to Dunkin', they Italian never cream. mix my sugar, <laughs> so it's just like a fucking layer of sugar at the bottom sugar and I have to sludge. mix it or my first sip will taste like sand. Yeah, <laughs> working at that Dunkin' that we go to. What happened? I said, <laughs> someone heard it. <laughs> I'm they, saying they're blind. They're, they yeah, they can't, they don't make it, like, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. And why is it yeah. so dark in Dunkin'? It's always so fucking dark in there. I don't know. I don't know the only like, thing I don't like about them, like, it makes me, it's one of my pet peeves, it's like when you roll to the window, first of all, don't jump down my throat. Give yeah. me a second. Yeah. To be like, hmm, like the I feel so much, hanging out of the window no, watching you approach. I feel so much pressure to be like, uh, uh, <laughs> cold brew. Like, I don't, like, maybe, like, maybe I wanted to try something different, but you yeah. put me on the spot and now I'm anxious. Just be like, yo, let me know when you're ready to order. And then. Maybe your, that could be your greeting. Um, but then you're like, say you're getting for more than one person. I'm like, can mm. I get a medium black hot coffee? Anything else? Can I get a yeah, large iced coffee, light sweet? Anything else? Someone, I, as, like, I will tell you. As yeah, someone who I'm worked. Done. And that's all. As that's someone who worked good. in the fast food industry, though, like for, for, for a time. I worked at Taco Bell for a time, and I can tell you that at Taco Bell, at least, you are timed per car in you the drive-thru. And, out. yeah, so you have to get them in and out or else it'll fuck up your daily average. And then mm. it makes the manager mad, and then it makes the store owner mad. And then it's just like, and then and then you get, like, yeah, fucking... It sounds like their problem and not mine. And then yeah, you get... you figure out how to talk me in time. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you are on my yeah. time now. Yeah. But, 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 like, let me tell you something, chief. How about but, this? I'll have one of everything. 
but that's yeah. like to play. But but that's just me playing <laughs> devil's advocate, though. Like, yeah. but like, but yeah, but it's like yeah, at three o'clock or four no four thirty in the afternoon yeah. on a Tuesday or whenever I go to work, mm-hmm. you have time to wait fifteen seconds for me right. to decide. Right. So uh, it's just I sound I feel like such a Karen, yeah, like complaining about that. No, I get it. Like, and like, like, I'll never, ever, ever like say anything. But it's just like, okay, dude, like service can be too good. Yeah, like think about that. Like you don't think that if, if like they, they're like sixteen year old kids. I'm not gonna break mm-hmm. their balls, yeah. right? And they're always super nice to me. And they like that I have a picture of my cat Billy on my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's oh, nice, it's so cute. It's a nice card. Thank you. Yeah. He's a very handsome boy. Yeah. He's the best. He's gonna be on next yes. episode. Yes. <gasps> Imagine that would be so fucking cute. Like, do you have anything to say, Billy? Meow. Oh, no, just nothing. Just purr. <laughs> just say nothing. You just all. hear like rubbing against the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a good couple weeks, and you know, I saw Mr. Bungle. Mr. If you, if you guys are any Mr. Bungle fans out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Ooh. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. Fun, fun. And I had Shipyard Pumpkinhead on tap. That's delicious cool. on tap. Like, oh, I bet it fucking blew me away. I was so excited. As soon as I saw it, I was like. My jaw hit the fucking floor. Oh. I pissed my head off, dude. I, I had to... Four beers, eight pisses, did, did, did you pee your pants and cry? No. <laughs> I, I rushed back because I was like, I want my spot. Because we got a good spot. No. <laughs> I should have, yeah, I should have brought a fucking dipe. A dipe? I, didn't, I wouldn't even have to move. Should we save the, uh... <laughs> well, no, I had to go get another beer. <laughs> silly, piss. silly. I thought we could play a little game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I think... The three of us have probably seen the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, but you guys are going to probably mop me. You think so? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've watched it. So uh, like, you Dr. might. Loomis? Dr. what? Dr. Huh? So you might win a little bit more over me. Uh, but but I know who Dr. Loomis How is. We do this. We do Leprechaun trivia. We do the movie Leprechaun trivia. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd the wipe 90s. the floor with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. How much did the 1978 Halloween movie cost to make? 1.2 million, 300,000, 500,000, or 100,000? I want to say 100,000 because I remember watching an interview and it was. No? Five. I'm going to say 500,000 out. I'm going to say three. I was right. Oh, it was three hundred. Three hundred thousand dollars. Because I remember right. one point on the board. For the, yes. Woo! The reason why I went with the lowest one, though, because I remember watching an inter- interview with John Carpenter, and he said that they had like a really like cheap budget. Yeah, well, that's so, definitely cheap. For, yeah, for, they, for, yeah. Gave her, they gave Jamie Lee Curtis like just a couple hundred bucks, like buying yeah. all those. Um, the what penny, right? was the yes? What was the original title of Halloween? Ooh. Oh, oh. Don't, don't no, 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 no. Okay. Give me a second. Oh fuck. I have it's multiple choice, but. All right, can you give me the multiple choice one so we don't? Yeah, I guess. Oh, I forgot right. that was a thing. I was because I, I know the Michael's. Actually... Listen, Michael's Revenge. No, <laughs> yeah, no. All, oh, Hall- All Hallows Eve. Absolutely not. That's the first terrifying movie. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Yeah, trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, the Masked Murderer. No, I think we're all gonna get this one. The Babysitter Murders. The Babysitter Murders. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay, because I don't. Because I, I remember it had the word babysitter in it. Yes. Oh. All right. The events of the original script titled The Babysitter Murders took place over several days. 
The script was changed to have everything happen on the same day to reduce the number of locations and costume changes and keep the film under budget. Mm. It was decided that Halloween, the scariest night of the year, was the perfect night and title for the film. Okay, who was not approached to play Dr. Sam Loomis? Vincent Price. Oh, shit. Peter Cushing. Donald Pleasance. Or Christopher Lee. Well, Donald Pleasance obviously too? played him, so... Yeah. It's Gandalf. Isn't that Gandalf? Christopher Lee? Or maybe he was the, the other guy. The other I'm guy gonna... Mordor. Trick question. It was Donald Pleasance, and he got the role anyway. Let's see. No. <laughs> I'm going to say... I don't know this one. I'm going to say Christopher Lee wasn't a pro. She's way too fucking tall. Fuck! All right, All right. I'm going to say Peter Cushing. Oh! Uh, it was Vincent, Vincent Price. They never even really? asked him. He's probably too much of a. He's probably he'd probably yeah. steal the show. He'd probably steal the show. It says uh, Carpenter approached Peter Cushing and Chris Lee to play the role of Doctor Loomis, but both turned him down due to low pay. But Lee later said it was the biggest mistake he ever made in his wow. career, which is that's crazy. And his biggest, his next biggest mistake was being in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who inspired the character of Michael Myers? Oh, fuck. A psychiatric patient? Carpenter's son? Ron Howard? <laughs> Clint Howard? <laughs> Clint Howard inspired gives, me to write Halloween. He gives me the creeps. Uh, or Alfred Hitchcock? Who inspired... I hope it's not Carpenter's son. I, be like, I, that little no, creep. I, I feel like... I, I'm I talking think, about the movie. Or I think it's Hitchcock. Character. I feel like we're it was Hitchcock. Hitchcock, you think? No. Yeah. You... Who inspired the character of Michael Myers? A psychiatric patient, Carpenter's son, Ron Howard, Alfred Hitchcock. I'm going to say Ron Howard because that's insane. Okay. Not that him? is not... Okay, I figured. Ron Howard. It, it was probably Hitchcock, right? I'd be surprised. No? Yeah, no. He doesn't have like... Uh... Let's say... A, uh, I'm going to go with Carpenter's son. Jesus Christ. Wow, we're fucking Alright, so it was a psychiatric. Yeah. Okay. Psychiatric is this like patient. fucking hardcore mode? Like, I don't know. This... Well, okay. A psychiatric patient. How many different people are believed to have portrayed Michael in the 1978 film? Three, right? Yes, I'm going to go with three. Yeah. Him, it's, it's him unmasked. Uh-huh. That's okay. one person. It him is, as the little boy. Him as a little boy. And then it's Nick Castle when he's wearing the mask. Yeah. So I'm going to go three. with three. It's seven, three, nine, or five. Three. I'll go down with the ship. All right. Oh! What? It's probably five. How is that not right? Who are you missing? Because, because, Wait, how no. many people are believed to have portrayed Michael in 1978? I've I refuse to believe that because when you go to f the, the fucking cast list, there's only three. three people. Five? That's, I'm so confused, but you know what? Fuck this question. I'm skipping yeah, what it. They're is wrong. That? What? All right. We all know this one. What mask does Michael wear? Neil Armstrong, Captain Kirk, Luke Skywalker, a clown. Captain Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only Star Trek guy because I was like, yeah. I know it's William. It's Will Shatner. Also, it's... fun fact: Did you know that Will Shatner didn't know that it was him until his like kid pointed it out? And I then, didn't know that was yeah. I didn't know that was William Shatner's yeah. mask. And then, until, like, like I'm talking probably three years ago. Yeah, and then like. And then, like, he was sitting down with his kid, and he was just like, Dad, that's your mask. And then he was just like, really? And he said he was, like, fucking flattered. Like, that's all, all right. right. Like, no fucking this way. question is for Chris, specifically. Okay, I'm here. What time signature is the Halloween theme written in? 9-8, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12-16, 12
Six two, five four. Five four. Five four. Yes. That was awesome. I had to play it in my head. I was like, because it, it's not normal. Stuff like yeah, that. it's like an odd one. Yeah, because it start. It's like has an extra something in it. Yeah. By two thousand eighteen, how many Halloween films had been made? Like, I think I know. Year? By two thousand eighteen, how many? What it's are nine, the options? Nine, fifteen, six, or eleven. I'm going with eleven. I'm going with eleven too. I'm watching Stranger Things. Oh! Yeah! All right, oh, girl. I don't know how I feel about number eight though. She's kind of giving me the creeps. <laughs> Why can't Michael be killed? He's a ghost. He's just lucky. He's <laughs> just Michael. He's a god. An ancient druid curse. He's an ancient druid. No curse. fucking way. Yeah, is that like the the um, the one with friggin' what's his name? Paul Rudd. Remember, it's like the little, the little symbol on his hand on his and arm. Halloween. Yeah. Which one is this? That's number six. Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's Paul in... Rudd. Yes. yes. Duh. Paul yeah. Rudd. An ancient druid curse. Boom. That's how Michael. Hold on. Yes. My... Hold on. I'm gonna do Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers. It is revealed that Michael is a victim of an ancient druid curse, which explains his inhumane strength and resiliency. I'm gonna I do. I thought it was the evil. The th- he was so evil he couldn't die. No. I'm gonna do a little apologism for Michael Myers here for a second, though, because. Because Doctor Loomis looked at the six-year-old boy and said, "Yeah, that's Satan," and did nothing, fu- nothing to fucking help him. Well, I mean, who like think about it? Like, I'm like, he's a six-year-old little fucking boy. Relax, well, dude. There's a Charlie horse in my foot. <laughs> I'm good. No, I'm good. Sorry. My foot's asleep. Fuck. That's crazy, dude. That like, I love that. I that's gotta why stop I'm so sitting shocked. like a child. Like I sit like with my legs all tucked up under myself. You're so silly. That's why. Um, I'm still starstruck. That's crazy to me. That's a good one too. That's like, I, um, like that one. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh. And that reminds me of like The Exorcist, like last, Pazuzu. Last question. All right, what is the name of the reality TV show in Halloween Resurrection that invites guests to spend the night in, Hol- in Michael's childhood home? Paranormal Investigators. Bus Run. Ghost Facers. Dangertainment. America's Most Haunted. It's Dangertainment. Oh, oh come on. That's funny though. That's danger That's a terrible name. Woo! Dude, we passed this Oh my place. god. Oh, should we take the MI gay test? <laughs> I wanna see. No. Okay. I, I wanna see how I, I I would say that we, we passed that test. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, we were driving, Kyle and I were driving past the place. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like dumb names. Yeah. There was a chiropractic's office mm-hmm. and the doctor's name was Lyle M. Back. <laughs> Lyle M. No, Back. Was it? I swear to no, God, I swear to God, it's near Philly. It's like, oh, it's like right, uh, I think right outside of Whiting. Was he just trying to like pull a funny? I, I thought it was like a Bob's Burgers like place because that seems like something they would do in Bob's Burgers or a, a show like that, like a parody show. Yeah. You know? Well, it's okay. One time I gave my character the initials of the National Rifles Association <laughs> by accident. You didn't realize that. Yeah. I almost, so I also almost named my child. Ooh, it would have yeah. been something derogatory. I can't. Yes. Yeah. Like. Last name G, first name F. Middle. Yeah, middle name. You'll you'll get it. uh, Mad libs, fill in the blank. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I think we should get started. Yes. I think we should get into what we're here for today. Yes. Uh, Today we are going to be talking about stalkers. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about some Hollywood stalkers that. uh, 
that did the ultimate no-no. Yes, uh, which I feel like it's fitting that we did the trivia about Halloween because Being Michael himself and... is a stalker. Yes. Yes. Uh, right, and we did a little heads and tails, and yes. I won. Or so... lost, depending on how you want. To... If you wanted to go first, I don't know. I will go first. You can then. go first. All right. So the case that I chose to do was uh, the Christina Grimmie case. Um, a very sad one, but yeah, as they all are. Um, Christina Grimmie was born on March 12th, 1994 in New Jersey. Um, her mother was a receptionist uh, until her diagnosis with breast until her diagnosis with breast cancer. Um, and as of 2014, her father was an employee at Verizon Communications. Um, she had an older brother named Marcus, and Grimmy grew up in Marlton, Mar NJ, where she went to a Bethel Baptist Christian School, Marlton Middle School, and Cherokee High School. Grimmy's passion for singing was discovered by her father when she was six, and at age 10, she started to play the piano. Despite having piano lessons, Grimmy said she learned by ear. Under the username ZeldaXLove64, Grimmy would put videos to YouTube at age 15. Grimmy said she started posting her music for two reasons. Uh, the first reason was that she wanted people to be able to connect with her music. And the second reason was that her friend had encouraged her to post videos to the site. Mm -hmm. um, Grimmy's first video was a cover of Hannah Montana's Don't Want to Be Torn. Um... And she was recognized at first for her cover of Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA in August of 2009. The public gained interest in her for her voice, personality, and, interpre and interpretations of the songs she's covered. And in 2010, Grimmy was homeschooled and during the same year covered Just a Dream by Nelly. Um... And she covered the song with YouTubers Sam Tsui and Kurt Hugo Schneider. This video gained over 190 million views over the course of 10 years and was made available on iTunes and Spotify. In 2011, after, after scoring second place behind Selena Gomez in a YouTube music competition, Grimmy was discovered by Gomez's mother and Gomez's parents became her managers. Selena Gomez became Grimmy's mentor, and Grimmy opened for Gomez and the Jonas Brothers in concert, uh, in their uh, Concert of Hope tour. They toured for six weeks together. On June 14th, 2011, Grimmy released her debut EP titled Find Me, and she appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show with fellow YouTuber Tyler Ward where they sang where they covered Lil Wayne's How to Live How to Love on October 10th 2011 Grimmy scored more jobs with with Selena Gomez and was chosen for a commercial for Xbox's Connect and Doritos oh, God I remember that the Connect Not Yeah Disney had also recognized her, most likely due to her affiliation with Selena Gomez. Um, in January 2012, Grimmy moved to L.A. to pursue her career, and in, and in April um, got signed with the Creative Arts Agency. 
Um, on Disney.com, Grimmy starred in, in a web show called Power Up with Christina Grimmy, which ran from March 29th, 2012, which was my birthday. Really? Yes, I was born on March 29th. I was like, oh, that's fun. (laughs) Um, And that ended in uh, June of 2012. Grimmy was also, uh, Grimmy also announced that she, uh, that she was working with a band called Rising Tide, which was a teenage group from NJ. Um, She's from New Jersey. Yes. Yes. Grimmy's fame increased, and she released her first album album in August of 2013 called With Love. Grimmy was also befriended by Shane Dawson, a now disgraced I, YouTuber. Dude, I literally almost said his name as a joke. I'm going to start just, if I have a feeling, I'm going to say it, because, <laughs> like, when you said, you said, uh, shared the stage with, like, Tyler Ward or whatever, uh-huh. I was going to say Shane Dawson. <laughs> gonna, that's crazy. Go on. Yeah, but, but, uh, they were friends, uh. Shane Dawson is now disgraced, but they were friends. Um, and she even made an appearance in an episode on his podcast called Shane and Friends in 2014. In 2014, Grimmy auditioned for The Voice and performed Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball for her audition. Um, every coach turned their turned their chairs for her, and the coaches were Adam Levine, Blake Shelton, Shakira, and someone else that I don't know. Yes. Wow. So, uh, so they all turned their chairs for her and, um, ultimately she chose Adam Levine to be her coach. Um, and she chose Adam, uh, after he told her she had the ability to be a huge star quote for her voice and stage presence. Despite making it to the live finale though, Grimmy did not win. She won third place. That's not bad. Hey, you ever see Brain on? Exactly. Second, Second place. Hell yeah. Right. During the competition, Levine expressed his desire to sign Grimmy to his record label, which was 222 Records. Um, she settled on Island Records, though, um, and she toured, toured with her fellow voice contestants. Okay. Um, Grimmy was writing and recording the music for her second album at this point, along with her third major release and first release being signed to a label. The lead single was set to be released in July of 2014 with the album later that, that year. In February of 2015, Grimmy collabed with Disney star Dove Cameron and made a music video for Disney for the Disney show Live and Maddie, which Cameron starred What's, in. Is that the one where she has like a twin sister? Yes, okay. one of them's like the sporty one and then like the, the other one's like the pop star yeah, diva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On a June 10th, 2016... Grimmy performed at the Plaza Live in Orlando, Florida. And this is when it goes downhill, unfortunately. Uh, the performance ended at, at 10 p.m. And Grimmy was signing autographs inside the plaza. At 10.24 p.m., she was approached by a man named Kevin James Loibel, who was 27 years old. Initially, Grimmy thought he was too shy to greet her, so she opened up her arms to give him a hug. Loibel then pulled out his Glock pistol and shot her three times at point-blank range. Loibel was attacked by Grimmy's brother, Marcus, and as they fought, witnesses fled the scene. Loibel freed himself from Grimmy's brother's grasp and backed into a wall and shot himself fatally. I think I remember this. I didn't... Can you imagine, like, for her brother to not only witness Mm -hmm. that... Like, that's right. so terrible. But, like, to right. 
try to like fight this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, because her brother, because her brother became one of her managers, like while she was rising to fame and everything, and like, could you, so she he was with her every step of the way. Like, could you imagine like no. building something with your sister and then like it ends like that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. And what did this guy just want to own her life? He's like, a... like just take just. We're, we're, we'll go to heaven yeah. together. Yeah, we'll we'll the bus together. We'll get to that. Um, but uh, a manifesto or like some kind of he he didn't. Um, but Grimmy was given CPR by an attending uh, by attending physician at the venue before being transported to Orlando Regional Medical Center. She was in critical critical condition, obviously, and she was pronounced dead just before eleven p.m. Her official cause of death was three gunshot wounds, one to the head and two to her chest. Oh my god. The, and she didn't, she didn't, it wasn't immediate, like, she, she survived for the most part. Like, in terms of the, the head, the shot to the head wasn't fatal at the moment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like an immediate death, like, she still mm-hmm. clung on. Like, that's well, it doesn't, well, it doesn't say where, like, if she was shot in the chest first or, like, the head first, mm-hmm. but, like, but, but no, she was still but she, head, right? but either way, she lived a... Yeah, she, she didn't die right there. Yeah, she 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 lived for a compelling amount of time before yeah. she succumbed. Um, the Orlando PD said Loyable had traveled to Orlando with two handguns, extra ammo, and a hunting knife with intentions to kill Grimmy, and then travel back home afterward. Jesus, that was his initial plan. Yes. Loibel was able to pass through due to the lack of metal detectors and and lack of stop and frisks done by guards at the at the venue. You don't see a lot. Yeah, because you, said yeah, it was at a mall, you know right? how or was it at a mall? It was in a live plaza yeah. venue. So like you know how like you go to a concert now and you have to go through the metal detector mm-hmm. if you have a bag with you they put, they send you off to the side mm-hmm. and everything that was that wasn't a thing there. So, mm-hmm. um. Loyable's guns were purchased legally. It's the state of Florida mm-hmm. where he lived. It's mm-hmm. fucking easy to get and a gun he there. He wasn't diagnosed with any pre-existing mental issues, right? It's no. Just probably, you just kept it up. He probably kept it quiet. No. He, uh, and uh, actually, uh, though he had no criminal record, he had run-ins with police mm-hmm. in the past. And Grimmy and Loyable did not know each other. And Loyable did not have any mental health diagnoses. But he did have a history of violence. Um, police didn't offer a motive, but said that Loibel had an unhealthy infatuation with Grimmy and even went through plastic surgeries to alter his appearance to seem more attractive to her. He did? Yes. He, like, went through eye surgery, like, lost weight. Didn't you get hair plugs? Yeah. 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 He, like, fucking dyed his hair blonde and everything. Like, it was like, fucking weird. Yeah. Like an old man who's trying to come back. Yeah. On the scene. But he's 27. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. How old was she? That's a war. I sense. think probably, like, 20-something. Probably, yeah, probably, probably just 20. Yeah. 21. Yeah. Um, only Loyable's close friends and co-workers knew about his obsession with Grimmy, but not the full extent of it. Like, so, so when I see a picture of Kat Dennings, yeah. I'm like, oh. yeah, but you're. But that's I don't. But I'm, you're normal about, about it. Now. But you do have long hair like Andrew WK. Ooh. Oh, she's so saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a I'd chance. Mop, <laughs> fuck it, I'd mop the earth with him. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking try it. 
We'll see. Oh, jeez. Oh, I want to do a, now I want to do like a, fa a face off with him. <laughs> right in front of her. Jesus yeah, she Christ. She does, she does the. Like a hand of the she chest? Ru she rubs the nape. The, the slight, the subtle the, rub the of the clavicle? The, yeah, the subtle rub of the clavicle. Textbook. Just, just oh. Yeah. yeah. She, she like, uh, like buttons, she like buttons it up a little, and then maybe unbuttons the two of them. That's so One silly. One step forward, two steps back. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. All right, back, time, she's a big fan of the show. back to Christina Grimmie, anyway. Uh, they back to murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, they said Loibel, uh, so Loibel's friends and co-workers said that he became angry and defensive when asked about his obsession. Um, before the shooting, Loibel said that he was tired and ready to ascend. And concert goers even said at the scene that like he was like fucking weird and creepy throughout the, the entire thing. In the back, yeah. Staring. Yeah. His feet aren't even touching the ground. Not dancing. Not new. No. Yeah. Along. He looks like a yeah, like a fucking support beam just standing there. Yeah. yeah. On June sixteenth, uh Grimmy was buried at Berlin Cemetery in a private ceremony. And in Medford, NJ, the following day, friends and fans held a public memorial for her. Grimmy's death affected so many lives, and she was immortalized in memorial posts and videos by YouTubers and other music artists. Like, the likes of, like, Justin Bieber were fucking talking about her and everything. Like... Yeah. Like... It's, just, it's shocking, too. Yeah. It's like, dude, you gotta... Like, people gotta be really careful about where... You know, if you're gonna put yourself out there, you need to take precautions. Right. Like, there's no a one stalk of... us! <laughs> Please! Sure? No! Um, <laughs> no! Unless you're, like, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going on. You're doing, like, the same Elliot voice outside, just hanging out? He just, like, <laughs> pops out of the bushes. I'm like... Ah! <laughs> it's Bradley. <laughs> Bradley. <laughs> <Pickle> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. Don't do that, guys. That's, that's yeah. so mean. Just like maybe try to like become friends, talk. Yeah. Right. You know, strike up conversation, see if you hit it off. Mm -hmm. Give her the choice. What if he brought the gun for her to sign? Christopher! That's so fun! Cut that out. Cut that out. I had to say it. I'm not cutting like, it yeah, out. That's good, okay. On on June eleventh, um, a GoFundMe. Off what? Hair trigger. Ow my hand. On June eleventh, a GoFundMe was created to cover the funeral costs. That and it, on June eleventh, a GoFundMe was created to cover the funeral costs, and that surpassed this goal of four thousand dollars in two days, making over a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Wow, like which is a lot. Yeah. A change.org petition was made to name a Zelda character after Christina as she was a fan of the franchise. Aww. Yes. Um, Grimmy's death also heightened security measures at future venues. Um, Grimmy's family created the Christina Grimmy Foundation, which raises money for victims of gun violence and breast cancer, as that is what her, her mother died of. No parents should outlive their kid, right? Or yeah. Did she, die with, did she die when she was alive or after the fact? Uh, her mother died first. Okay. Yeah. Well, it still stands. You know? Yeah. Because her father's still there, so. Yeah. Her dad and her See, brother, that's right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. terrible. And it even probably has to fucking hit the brother harder because he probably has like some form of survivor's guilt because he fucking tackled the dude. Yeah. Like, or not just that, like PTSD. Right. And he's right lucky he didn't get shot too. Like, right. Yeah, the guy was armed. Yeah. Right. No one else was hurt, right? No, it, it was well, just her. Physically. 
Well, yeah. yes. A lot of I'm people sure. Yeah. yeah, please. Yeah. In December of 2016, six months after her murder, Grimmy's family filed a lawsuit in court for Christina's wrongful death. This lawsuit went against the... Bleh. This lawsuit went, it went against the concert promoter, the foundation that owns the venue, and the security that worked the, the, the event. In January of, 27, uh, of 2017, wow, uh, the promoter and owner of the venue requested that the judge dismiss the lawsuit, and this was granted because in Florida, um, there's a law that doesn't allow business owners to be held liable for attacks at their venues. Um, I, mean, I mean, like, it's just a lot of, like, you're giving the world the benefit of the doubt. Like, who's going to come here and do this? Right. And I know it's not, like, the most common thing in the world, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, even, even like, for merchandising, like, don't you want camera, or at least someone here to fucking bounce people? Especially, other were they serving drinks? Is it a place that would serve drinks? Because you'd think they security. I believe so, because it's Florida. Like, the, like, yeah. like, not to be, like, stereotypical or anything, but you can buy a fucking gun in Walmart there. It's like, yeah. anything goes there. Like, like it's, it's yeah, fucking crazy. Um, so, uh, despite this dismissal of the case, though, um, the Grimmy family was able to refile this as long as they, um, amended their initial suit and like had more distinction between like mm-hmm. who they were suing and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, where am I? Um, yes. Um, and in May of 2017, the Grimmies did just that. So on April 9th, 2018, it was revealed that a judge rejected the defendants AEG Live and the Orlando Philharmonic Orchestra Plaza Foundation motions to dismiss the case and the lawsuit moved forward. In the lawsuit, Grimmies family said that the defendants had failed to take adequate security measures to ensure the safety of performers and attendees at the concert venue. And the family were also allowed to move forward with their negligent infliction of emotional distress case. Um, The judge determined more research would need to be done on, on the claims before they were going forward, which to me is fucking bullshit because she died. She died. It's fucking bullshit that that, they they had to do that. Mm-hmm. And it makes me even more angry because according to court records in December 12th of 2019, Grimmy's family had to dismiss the case themselves voluntarily because they weren't fucking like doing enough to look into it. And they probably were trying to bleed them out in court too. A lot of yeah. places will do that. They'll, yeah. Because they, they have a lot of money. So if they absolutely need to, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these places have like a nest egg they put aside just for things like that where... It's like a tug of war. Who has the who has the most money? Who wants to spend the most time in fucking court? Right. You know, and they just sometimes you just get blood dry until you're like, this isn't even like financially viable. Right. Like now I'm broke and my daughter's dead. Right. You know? Awful. And if you're broke, how you gonna how you, what are you gonna do? And and, 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 and like and like to think like her mother before dying to breast cancer like survived that shit three times before. Like they were all probably fucking broke from the chemotherapy treatments yeah, and, right, and, right. And, and and everything Let's too. Have some so like insurance because mm-hmm. yeah. it, it seems like she was probably the first one in her family that had some stardom, right? Yeah, 
Because like was just getting started, yeah, like not even enough to like she was still like a rising star. Like the yeah. forty-eight hours episode on her, was, I think, is mm-hmm. titled like "Death of a Rising Star" and everything. Like, yeah, she wasn't even there yet. Like, no, no, she was like just it literally yeah. nipped in the bud, potentially right. lost. You know? Right, and it's it's terrible. On top of being a rising star, though, Grimmy was also an animal rights activist. She participated in fundraising events for the Humane Society of the U.S. and the Christina Grimmy Medical Fund for Animals was created in her honor. She posthumously won an impact award for her animal rights activism. She also worked with PETA to promote animal adoption and adopted a dog in 2014. PETA honored Grimmy by giving her a leaf on their tree of life. And she was also an anime fan that streamed on Twitch regularly. And I just wanted to add this, too, uh, because to me it really speaks, uh, like, who she is as a person. Mm. In her signature, there's a smiley face in her signature. Oh, Just so fucking sad. Just, like, a happy person. Just yeah, it's, like, like, her name scribbled and, like, like a little smiley face. she was trying to hug face. him. Like, she was like, yes. I'm gonna give you a hug. Oh, yes. You're shy. Because he was, like, it, because... She probably thought, like, oh, he's probably too shy to, like, approach me, so I'm going to approach him. And... Ladies, don't do that. No. They're shy for a reason. It's so sad. That's awful. Yeah. Poor girl. Poor family. Right. (sighs) And my sources were just Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. It's heavy. Yeah. damper on the show. No, yeah. Well, we're not done yet. No, we're not. Oh, great. We we have more scary, scary things. I was going to say silly, but it's not very no, silly. I'm ready, I'm ready to, uh, to bring us down even more. Yeah, it's just, yeah, like, yeah, like I said, men, like, just don't. Just don't in general. Yeah. Don't do that. Just, no. Commit suicide like a real man. It's, Hurt no one. Right. I just, Maybe I don't get the, like obsession like you first of all like how to be obsessed with someone that you haven't even talked to that's insane that's cool think about it like if he had he's probably think about the inside of that guy's head the fantasy like it's probably like saturday morning cartoons in his head well that's what is he's probably got a warped sense of self and that that's like or that's like like what his family said he like lived life as a hermit like in his head never fucking left the house or anything Yeah, dude. He, but the fantasies are probably just insane. Like, he probably had full-on conversations with people in his head. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we all do sometimes, you know. Well, I do like, that when I'm angry. Home, like, who does she think she fucking is? Yeah, like, yeah. What does she think I am? Some kind of putz? No. I say that shit, but I'm not insane. No. Oh, I'm not a psycho. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, no. <laughs> so who's uh, this next fucking psycho? Okay. So the next case we are going to talk about is the case of Rebecca Schaefer. Do you know who that is? No. Okay. Well, Rebecca Lucille Schaefer was born on November 6th, 6th, 1967 in Eugene, Oregon. She was the only child of Dana and Benson Schaefer. Growing up, Rebecca had aspirations to become a rabbi, but during her junior year of high school, she began modeling. She appeared in commercials and as an extra and in department store catalogs. With her parents' permission, she moved to New York City in the summer of 1984 at just 16 to work with Elite Model Management. While in New York City, she secured a short-term role on Guiding Light, which is a daytime soap opera, as Mandy Sue. After that, she landed a six-month stint on the show One Life to Live as Annie Barnes. 
And, like, in the 80s and stuff, like, soap operas were the shit. Oh, yeah. Like, people, mm-hmm. like, they watched them religiously. So, like, that was a big deal. My grandmother still watches them. Yeah, I remember even, like, my There's mom. There's something about them that's really interesting to me. I don't know. I was like, I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. She's like, you could just jump in. Trust me. It's the operas. It's dramatic. It's so dramatic. I feel like it's very dramatic, and everyone talks very airy. Yes. Especially with the especially with the ones my grandmother watches because they're the Italian soap operas. Like the drama, drama, drama. We have a guest coming who will be here shortly. So let me. uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, she tried to further her modeling career, but she was considered short, too short for high fashion modeling because she was only five foot seven and hoping to have a bit more success. She moved to Japan in 1985, but found it difficult to secure work due to her height and weight. And mind you, like she was not a heavy girl at all. Mm-hmm. Like she would, be, she would be killing now. Yeah. She she's, oh, now. she's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so with that, she decided to return to New York city and focus strictly on her acting career. She supported herself during this time by working as a waitress and doing some magazine modeling. While appearing on the cover of Seventeen magazine, she caught the eye of television producers that were casting for the sitcom My Sister Sam. Rebecca was cast as Patty Russell, a teenager who moves from Oregon to San Francisco to live with her sister Samantha, Sam, after the death of their parents. Isn't it funny, like, in the 80s, like, there was such a huge, like, trend with San Francisco, I guess, because, like, like, Full House and all that, I guess, was, like, the hip yeah. place to live. Yeah, it was, like, know? uh... It was it all, was... like, the Victorian townhouses and everything. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 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 The show became a hit during the first season, and with that came the attention of a man named John Bardo. Bardo was born in January 1970 and lived in Tucson, Arizona. His upbringing wasn't the greatest, and he and his family had a long history of mental illness. Bardo himself was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and he often, you know, acted violently and all that. Um, Before Rebecca uh, came into his radar, he developed an obsession with child peace activist Samantha Smith. By obsession, I mean, like, he stalked her. Like, he, um, upon returning from the USSR, Bardo decided he wanted to travel to Maine to meet Samantha, and on the way there, he had a run-in with a state police officer. And he was afraid that he was drawing too much attention to himself, so he turned around and went home. I wish you drew too much attention to yourself, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, like, just <laughs> dri- drive home forever. Yeah. Um, he wasn't going to give up. Drive on- off the edge of the world. <laughs> That'll be, be a real treat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't going to give up on his plan to meet Samantha and he had plans to try again. But that ended when Samantha was killed in a plane crash in 1985. She was just 13 years old. Jesus. So he was obsessed with a child. So that plane saved her life. From him. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like, but like peta, 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 pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? Oh my God, Piper. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what? Boy that's, George, everyone. That's right. In studio. <laughs> it, no, it's no, it's a, no, it's a TikTok sound. Okay, I was yeah. like, if you fucking, if you just said, I'd be like, that was I golden. Need to roll over. That was good. That yeah. was good. Just stop it. <laughs> My God. Uh, let's go. see. <laughs> he turned his attention to pop stars Debbie Gibson and Tiffany, but because they lived in or they were in New York, it, he couldn't find like a feasible way to stalk them thoroughly. He gone. Yeah, because well, his obsession died in a plane crash. So I thought she, he would have just been a normal guy now. You would think. Yeah. Um, and this is when he 
you know, he set his sights on Rebecca Schaefer. He began writing letters to Schaefer and even and she even responded to one. It was like a headshot autograph that like, you know, yeah. like that was just like a million of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. He traveled to L.A. and visited the Warner Brothers lot trying to gain access to the set of My Sister Sam and ultimately meet Rebecca. But he was denied access. And normally, like, uh, you know, actors and executives, they would, you know, get notified if someone was there trying to meet them or for whatever reason. But because he left so quietly and was like, OK, like, I'll go. They, they didn't even tell her. They didn't even tell her yeah, that he was there. Um, and a month later, he returned with a knife, but again was denied access. Jesus. Yeah. The show was canceled after one and a half seasons, and Rebecca decided to focus on more adult roles. Like, she wanted to break out of that, you know, that teenager thing. Yeah. And he went back home, and he began to lose focus on Rebecca until he saw her in the 1989 black comedy, Scenes from the Class Struggle in Beverly Hills. In the scene, she appeared in bed with another actor, and he became so enraged with jealousy that he decided he needed to punish her for, quote-unquote, becoming another Hollywood whore. Oh. Yeah. Taking inspiration from the stalking and stabbing of actress uh, Teresa Saldana by Arthur Richard Jackson in 1982, Bardo found out that he could pay a detective agency to find Rebecca's address. He paid $250 to a detective in Tucson to obtain Rebecca's address from the California DMV. Which and is, what did he tell? What was the fucking intent? Like, did, I they, don't, did they ask why? I Probably, like, he's just paying. Yeah, he's not going to totally yeah, fucking yeah, stab yeah, her yeah. to death. Sure, yeah. Nowadays, that wouldn't fucking fly. Well, yeah. They'd be like, what do you need with that information? Yeah. Yeah, he was also able to get a Ruger 357 handgun, handgun with the help of his brother, which... This whole family has like like mental illness and yeah. I'm not did, saying what that does like brother that, do the normal brother that just vouched for. But him? I'm not saying like mental illness means you're violent by any means. But no, like but he should... showed signs of being violent in the past. Like don't do that. Like what do you? Yeah. Right. Uh, on July 18th, 1989, Bardo then traveled to Los Angeles and went around Rebecca's neighborhood asking people for confirmation that she actually lived there. Once he was satisfied that he was in the right place, he rang Rebecca's doorbell. Rebecca answered the door as she was at home waiting for a script to be delivered. She was preparing to audition for The Godfather Part 3. When she answered the door, Bardo showed her a letter and autograph she had sent him in reply to one of his letters. They talked briefly, and being thoroughly creeped out, she told him to not come to her home ever again. Which, it's highly inappropriate, I can only imagine. Exactly. Bardo sulked away to a nearby diner, but returned to Rebecca's door an hour later. As she opened the door, Bardo shot her at point-blank range in the chest in the doorway to her building. And Bardo took off running, and sadly, Rebecca was pronounced dead 30 minutes after arriving to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center. She was just 21 years old. Bardo was arrested the next day. He was reported to have been running through traffic, and traffic and concerned motorists called it in. Once in the presence of police, he confessed to the shooting immediately. Since he confessed, he was giving a bench trial, which meaning no jury, just the judge is going to decide. Yeah, like, let's just get this done. Yeah, yeah, so, like, the judge was... Throw the trash away. He admitted it. Do you really need a fucking jury? No. It's done. It's, a, no. it's, it's done. He admitted it. And I'm yeah. glad they did it that fast because that, that to me, mm -hmm. is like, we're not going to give you the attention you want. Like, fuck off. Like, no. Like have a great, like, like, What if there was two shooters and you're like, oh, Jesus here we fucking Christ. go, dude. Magic bullet. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, grassy knoll. Yeah, like, yeah, grassy knoll. Yeah, it was a grassy knoll. Let me let me guess. JFK the sequel. Yeah, yeah. Like, ugh. So the uh, yeah, Lee Harvey. Yeah, he's just. Ugh. Okay. There was Lee Harvey and there was Oswald, two different guys. Oh. Yeah, like the octopus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, this. What was his dog? Weenie. Weenie. Yeah. Oh. The dog had a gun too. Dude, the days of like Oswald <laughs> and Little Bill. Good times. And Little Bear. Oh, Little Bill didn't age well. Uh, no. Uh, so, uh, he was prosecuted against by Marsha Clark of the O.J. Simpson trial. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. And because of his crime, the Driver's Privacy Protection Act was founded in 1994. And this prevents the DMV from giving out private addresses and other, you know, identifying things to anyone who just fucking asks for it. Um, and other anti-stalking laws came into play for the first time ever in America because of Fucking Rebecca Schaefer. good. Yeah. And my sources were Wikipedia 2020. There's a episode on her called Your Biggest Fan. And just, it has like her, her dad on there, like talking about her and like friends and mm-hmm. um, showing like, you know, pictures of her growing up and just, it's just so sad. And uh, Investigation Discovery. Yeah. Because also, because also that like shows you like n- like I'm not gonna get like po- like too political or anything, but that like also mm-hmm. shows you how like intrinsically broken America is. Because like, why do people have to fucking die in this country for laws like that to be passed? Like, yeah, my, that's like the ultimate, that's the ultimate way to make sure something you know right passes is just something goes that fucking bad. Right. And it's like now we gotta. I'm like, okay, how many people have to die? Like, yeah. right? Because that's not very. Protecting the general welfare of the people of you. <laughs> Our guest I mean, is calling us. Christopher, can you answer this, please? Yes. I'm going to wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's crazy. It's horrifying what, you know, people have to go through just trying to live their lives. Um, but that'll do it for this week's episode of Coffee and Scream. Thanks for stopping by. And yep. you can follow us on Instagram at Coffee and Scream Podcast. And on Twitter at C Scream Pod. That's C the letter Scream Pod. And don't forget to check out Wonder Time Theater every Tuesday at 8 o'clock on Twitch. And that'll do it for us. Twitch.tv forward slash Wonder Time Theater. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, stay safe and lock your doors. Bye. Bye. Bye.